are listening to the e-commerce maven podcast i'm your host christy sumer founder and e-commerce girl boss of the ethical fashion brand encircled and the e-commerce coaching company retail bliss this podcast is designed for e-commerce bosses who want to take their online store to the next level Together, we'll take on your toughest challenges, motivate you to do the work, and give you all the tools and strategies necessary to build a sustainable and profitable online store. You deserve to make money doing what you love, and I can help. Let's get you started on creating that e-commerce brand of your dreams. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Christy Sumer from the e-commerce maven podcast. I'm excited to be back with you on another episode focused all about e-commerce and this time we're tackling website usability, which sounds super boring, but it's just really a fancy way of saying, how can you make it easier for your ideal slash dream customer to shop with you on your website, thereby increasing your conversion rate, making you more money and creating a business that you can really find a sustainable lifestyle in. So I'm going to talk about common things that I see when people are just starting out with their store, which a lot of people do with a well-meaning intention behind it. But these are things that I think can be somewhat easily corrected depending on your website platform and that will make a massive, massive difference in how your user experiences your site. So let's dig into a few of the common things I see. So the first thing I see quite often as a big mistake is the main landing page. So whatever your top level domain is, you know, beautybell.com or whatever you're using, um, having that first kind of slider or that first image be really not relevant to a customer. So ideally you want to really, I mean, I think having product photos is great, but if you can have a person um, and somebody who's smiling, engaging, that will make a lot of difference um, to somebody. And you're going to really want to hit people hard with your value proposition. So what you stand for, why you do what you do in a very succinct manner in that image. That is so critical because people have like 30 seconds to make sure they're feeling like they're on the right site. So that to me is like fundamental to have a great image of some kind on your landing page. The second thing I see people do often is they make a main navigation and they put the word home in it. And to me, it's never really made sense because why would you want to bring people back to your homepage? If people have to go back to your homepage, that means your site isn't structured properly for them to navigate around in it. Do not have a home navigation unless there's something magical on your homepage that you want to drive people to, which I highly doubt if you're a website that you want to do that. If you're an e-commerce store, never really seen a good point of doing it. Um, Get rid of that. Your first item in your nav should be shop of some kind or categories of your shop. That's just my personal opinion, but that's something I see that like really throws me off. I see it a lot on WordPress websites. I don't know if it's like a default on there, um, but I've seen it on Shopify sites as well. So definitely look at removing that. The next thing I often see is people creating collections of products which are too generic and not easily shoppable for their dream customers. So an example I would give you is people not using second level navigation. So if you have a main navigation on your site, um, depending on how you set it up, you should probably have some categories and subcategories. Either you have shop and then you have your subcategories under shop or you break it into categories. I think Zappos does this where they have across the top 
um, shoes, purses, whatever. Um, so you can actually do it that way and then put all of more of your about kind of links in your footer. However way you do it, just make sure you're setting it up in a way that makes sense for how your ideal customer wants to shop with your website. This is super important. I see this often. I was on a site today um, where I saw shop, makeup, skincare, our brands. To me, I wouldn't know where to go as a customer. Should I go into shop? Should I go into makeup? Should I go into our brands? Like, what is the difference between the three or the four? Sorry. Um, so you really want to set up stuff so that it's easy to navigate. Ideally, if you're going to go category wise, you wouldn't have a shop. You would have makeup, skincare, um, and any other categories, tools or something like that, that you could put at the top level navigation. Our brands, quite honestly, is something that I think it's nice to have, but when I see brand, brand roundup pages, it kind of, it doesn't make sense to me. What you want to do maybe instead is shop by brand or shop by skincare need or shop by makeup. You want to really custom tailor it and not only in the top level navigation, but you also want to do it on the collection page. So I'm a huge fan of sidebars. I know not everybody loves them. If you don't love sidebars, you can do something at the top of the collection page, but something to enable your customer to filter your collections. If you have a lot of SKUs, people can get exhausted searching through all of them. So the easier you can make it for them to shop in a collection, the better chance you have of keeping them on your website, which is what we're trying to do. So for example, when I go into this brand that I'm looking at and I go into makeup, there's finishing powders, there's lip pencils, there's lip gloss, there's eyeshadow all in one collection. It'd be really nice to be able to see all categories that they offer and be able to sort by that or to be able to break the collection down into things that I want to see. Maybe I only want to see what concealers they carry. So truly think about what your customer is trying to do and how you can make it easiest for them to find what they need on your website. The next main problem I see with websites is not making it clear enough what your policies are um, around shipping and returns. So ideally you have something of a banner, either semi-permanent or permanent on your site that talks about um, at what level they get free shipping, maybe what shipping is if they don't have free shipping, something like that. And then you make it very highly visible either in your footer or even in your main nav under like an about page or contact page, shipping and returns. And on that shipping and returns page, you gotta be really clear. So when I see a shipping and returns page, that's like, you know, maybe one paragraph long, I'm like, oh God, this is not good because it's really not that clear for people. You know, in terms of shipping, you want to talk about the shipping cost. You want to talk about the time frame in which it turns around to actually ship the order, how long it'll take them to receive the order. You'll also want to include information such as tracking. Is it included? How do they track their package? Um, is it insured? What happens if a package gets lost? Um, and different services they can upgrade to if they really want to. Um, it's great to have flowery shipping, but you know what? Sometimes people are shopping and they want something tomorrow or the next day. So definitely having those options can build a better customer experience. Return policy too. Again, if your return policy is super strict and I'm not judging you for having that, it definitely makes sense for some businesses, but that will for sure inhibit your conversion rate and make it inherently lower. Um, the better the 
the return policy, probably the higher conversion rate, but also the clearer the return policy. So when I see like returns, you can only have them if it's the product's defective, it's like very much a turnoff from a buyer standpoint. Um, when I see returns where it doesn't really say who pays for shipping, um, it's also a turnoff because you don't really know what to expect. When I see a return policy that says, hey, return labels are $10, then I say, okay, I know exactly what I'm getting into here. Um, I was on one the other day on this um, outdoor retailer website, and I remember thinking, wow, they've really covered all their bases. And I'm sure some customers might get overwhelmed by that information if there's too much, but they were very clear on what you know, what's included, what's not included, what to expect, how you pay for return shipping fees. And that kind of clarity really brings you peace of mind. So you know exactly what you're purchasing and what the options are if you want to return something. So making those policies super, super clear is really important. The next thing I see is that people hide their contact us. Contact us, in my opinion, should be in the top nav. And the reason why is because people have questions. When you're a new brand and you're just getting started, and especially if you're niching into something very specific, you can get a lot of questions from people. And if they can't figure out how to reach you or contact you, I mean, forget about it. I'll give the example. Um, my dog has been quite often on, again, sick, and I went to this awesome website well, this awesome store, I'd say, um, in my area that sells holistic um, dog food. And when I was on their website, actually, though, I couldn't find out how to contact them. I was like, there's no contact us. When I go to the contact page, there's no email. There's just a phone number and an address. I'm like, where's their email? And then I realized you could email them by clicking on the envelope sign in the way, way, way bottom of the footer. And it was kind of hidden. And I just thought that is not good. Like, you know, some people don't want to talk on the phone, so they're just not going to bother. So you've got to make the ability to reach out to you either by live chat or email super transparent. I like it in the top nav. I think it's a great place. Put contact or contact us. Um, you can make it an email. You can make it a form, whatever suits your fancy. And don't make them give too much information. When I'm on a site and I see a contact form that's asking me for a phone number and it's making it mandatory or asking for my address, I get super turned off because I don't know why they want that information. If you're contacting somebody by email, you want a response by email. You don't want a phone call. So that kind of stuff is just little things, but those are things that I can, can see need to be improved on a lot of websites. The next thing is dead links. So if you are not aware of your dead links, definitely have a friend or family member go through your site and figure them out for you. It's all too often that I'm on a site where I see links for you know social media where they're set up wrong and they're going to a dead page. I'll tell the story of when I was on my first website platform, which is a platform called Magento, um, way, way, way long ago when I first launched five years ago, um, my email opt-in form wasn't working for like three months or yeah, yeah, about three months. So people would opt in, but the responses would go nowhere. They were sitting in somewhere in Magento land and Basically, I had no idea that people had opt-in. It wasn't sending them the double opt-in that it should have. And as a result, I lost a lot of people that could, could have potentially been on my list and customers. So make sure you go through your website, but also have somebody else go through it. Email a couple of friends, ask them to go through it and check links and let you know. There are 404 link checkers, so things that will actually automatically check your site. So that's a great idea as well. 
but you definitely want to make sure you don't have any dead links because nothing is less professional than having a dead link on your site. And the last thing I often see is the lack of a story on your website. So sometimes people will get the front end of the why and sharing their mission on the front page. But oftentimes what I see with makers in particular is that they don't want to be a part of the website. They want to be a brand, whatever XYZ brand, and maybe they'll say on the about page that it's owned by so-and-so, or maybe not even, but basically they kind of hide and they don't want to be part of it because they feel like, you know, it's not their brand or whatever. There's a lot of like mindset issues with that, that I've seen in the past. But that said, like I've had clients who have like super, super professional stores where people don't even realize that it's run by one or two people because the site is like almost too, too cold and too sterile. There is some value to having you and your story on there, sharing your passion, like why you started the store. People love helping people. They love feeling like they're helping somebody grow their business. So the more personality you can put into the brand and the more you can infuse your story and your passion into your about page or whatever that page is on your website, that is super, super important. Yes, you maybe don't wanna be all over your site and everything, but maybe you do. Maybe you want to have like little quotes or recommendations under each product or point of view if you are somebody who's super passionate about all the products you're selling or making. But definitely on your about page, make sure that you're telling your story, your why, your mission, and why that matters to your ideal customer. All right, so those are some tips for me just quickly on things you can do on your website to make it even better. Hope you enjoy this episode and we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into the e-commerce maven podcast i'm your host christy sumer e-commerce boss extraordinaire of encircled.ca and founder of retail bliss if you'd like to check out the show notes they're available for you at retailbliss.ca and click on blog and search for the latest episode if you'd love to keep in touch i would too so check me out on instagram that's where i hang out the most at christy sumer that's k-r-i-s-t-i-s-o-o-m-e-r Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing awesome. Any small step is a step in the right direction. Keep up the work and we'll see you guys next week. Take care.